Hello, I'm Lucas. And I am Nicholas. And this is our show, WeChef, where we discuss the reality of working a small business. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to uh, WeChef podcast. I'm here with uh, Lucas. Hello, guys. It is uh, 8 a.m. and uh, we are not going to work today. It's Saturday. We are driving to Napa Valley and uh, to celebrate uh, Bouchon 25th anniversary, which is a big deal, right? Yeah, I mean, well, so first, I, I, maybe not everybody knows who what Bouchon is, but uh, maybe explain that for a second. But. Bouchon, Bouchon is a, a Thomas Keller restaurant. Bouchon means um, cork, and it's uh, the definition of a bistro and very typical to uh, Lyon, France. But um, the big deal is to celebrate 25 years in business, and uh, I'm wondering which restaurant is the oldest in Malibu and we've been open for four years so we have 20, 21 years to go yeah not 26 yeah um, yeah that's great 25 years is a long time like most places that you most places that you uh, most restaurants that you like you know see I mean I don't I mean I don't know many restaurants that have been open that long you know or you know that, it's like a legacy Yeah, so here in Malibu, you have you gotta have like Joffrey's, who's been open for a long time. Yeah, I don't know how long Joffrey's has been open, but yeah, I tried to look at it and I couldn't find anything. What about uh, Taverna Tony's? Tony's? Yeah, that probably is long. And then Nobu was there in Malibu for a long time before. Change location. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's been there too. Yeah. But like that's like I mean Nobu, but Nobu's a like a corporate group. Yeah. Right. Talking about like like something like Thomas Keller, who now yeah Thomas Keller is corporate, but like that's his, that was his second restaurant he ever opened. Right? Yeah. But then also if you think about uh, in France, fifty uh, year old star Michelin restaurant is very common in many ways. Yeah, fifty. Yeah, the so, Tua, like the Tuagro family. Alsace, Lyon, southern France. There's Loisis in on the French Riviera, there's Jardin d'Essence in Montpellier, in, uh, there is a uh, Pierre Gagnier in Paris who has been here for a long time. So how, how, um, how do people go about that? Like how do, how does that, how do those families like? Well, I mean, Europe is definitely more restaurant life oriented and uh, United States restaurants are more uh, individual. People who run it or operate it. So yeah, so in France, like in Europe, it's more common to involve your family in your restaurant. Is that it? Well, or? I guess when you start, I mean, the, the, the family takes over the business. So like winemaker takes over the business. It's more of a uh, something that is naturally happening. Yeah, I guess they just pass it down from family. To yeah, look, I have our friend in uh, North Carolina, <laughs> and it's, it's been a restaurant business for a long time, Lil, but yet dollar doesn't want anything to do with restaurant business yeah do you think that has something to do with the fact that restaurants in America are not looked at they're not looked at the same way as we look at like in Europe you know <coughs> why because it's because uh, it's a profession for a there's those professional server I guess yeah you are a student you are an actor or writer and then you serve yeah serve table on the weekend yeah. I guess yeah So like yeah, and like most of these restaurants in in France, for example, are their kids are in the kitchen running around while they're 
you know, doing things and they're trying to make something happen. And then eventually, I mean, a lot of, in most, I feel like most of the cases, the, the kids come in and they end up taking something big, you know, and they are making it something really big. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was. Or, or continuing on the, the legacy of that. But these are like, these are like incredible, incredible chefs and restaurants. Yeah, I mean, it's probably some of them we don't know that are going yeah. like that, or maybe some of them the son took over and he took it down. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's one, um, there's one place in um, in LA right now that's it's it's in Sherman Oaks. It's called Anna, Anna Jack Thai, and uh, it's a Thai place. I think they've been there for I don't I don't want to say the wrong amount of time, but I think they've been there 20 years. And uh, the the son grew up while his dad was running the restaurant, and then he ended up leaving. Um, he ended up leaving and going, you know, to, to school, or I don't, I don't actually know the story, but he left for a while, the kid, uh, learned how to cook in different restaurants, and then came back, and is taking it over now, and now the restaurant, last year the restaurant won uh, LA Times Restaurant of the Year. And it, this know. place is in a, it's it's in in a shopping Oaks. center, right? Yeah, in a, in a shopping center in Sherman Oaks, and it's been around for 30 years. So I, I, was oh, doing, I think 30 years, something like that. But I was doing, he was doing good anyway. To yeah, the, the guy was already doing a good job. And then his son, as watched, yeah, he watched his dad there, left. I think he left and went to go learn how to cook other, in other places and get other experience. Came back, took it over, and now, and now it's, you know. And now it's packed every night. They, nobody can, nobody yeah. can get in. The only reservation you can get is like Wednesday night at 4 p.m. It's only open for dinner, right? Only open for dinner, yeah. And uh, on Tuesdays they do like Taco Tuesday, and you know, they're just having fun over there. Yeah. I mean, seems like from the outside. You know? I mean, it's people good. people could look at our restaurant and say, oh, like you know, it's just you know, Lucas and Nicholas and his family having fun. But yeah, I, I'm sure know, they do. Because, yeah, they come in, they're happy to see us. Yeah, and we're doing, you know, we do pho, and we do yeah. on, yeah, you know, to see them. Yeah kind of change the menu around for people we get cool wine it's fun but you know like it's also a business behind it and you're trying to run something and grow it and expand it and if you want to you know and that's where it's kind of that's where like I feel like this that's the difference between restaurants in Europe and the restaurants in America right. it's like you in Europe you probably just you might might own two restaurants but you probably own one right right and then you just most most of those michelin star restaurants are one one owner right and they one uh they only won one place and that's it and they just run their restaurant yeah i guess uh, i mean if you think you're like 25 years in business yeah and i can look at us we've been here for four not the easiest time because of covid which was a incredible uh, change of life but yeah, like can you imagine if uh, 25 years from now, what's? Like, yeah. Can you imagine Nicholas Hillary being? You know, like. Well, and the and the thing with the thing that's cool with Thomas Keller and his restaurants is that it seems like he tries to evolve with the times. You know, it seems like he tries to keep evolving. Right. You know, even though like like if you walk into Bouchon now, you wouldn't say that it's 25 years old. You know, it looks pretty new. It's it's very well kept it's very you know clean the service is great the food is the food is evolving it's not 
And when it started, the restaurant was very different compared to what it is now. Not the size of the restaurant, the kitchen was redone. What major renovation of the kitchen. Oh, really? Time. Was it yeah. very small in the beginning? Was with different, different layouts. Uh-huh. And then when they redid it, and um, I was at the French Hotel when they did it. And they, they redid it when they reopened, it was definitely designed to do some serious. To do business. business yeah. yeah. But that's an investment, that's, you know, like, you gotta get going, and the winter in Yonville, you know, like, it's not, it's not always like that. Now, Yonville, it's so <laughs> curated and so... Yeah. You know, like, it's the Disney of, uh, for adults, but at the same time, it was not like that before. It used to be empty in the winter, rain. Yeah. When you were there, it was like that? It was quiet in the winter. French laundry or Bouchon? No, Bouchon was, I mean, it's so quiet time, yeah. Yeah. Normal. Yeah, I mean, it's it's also it's the type of restaurant that you walk in. You know, it's not you don't have to have a reservation. I mean, right. now now maybe you do more, but you still can walk in. You know, I mean, the bakery also was pretty. Uh, the bakery was pretty intense too. Yeah. 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 That bakery is some it does some serious business. I mean, it's, it's, and that's been there for twenty five years as well. Or I don't think so. Did he open that later? Yeah, after, after, yeah. yeah. But it was, um, the bakery also was redone, redesigned. The bakery has become such a staple. You go to Napa, you have to stop at a bakery. There is a line. <laughs> yeah, there's a line of people always, yeah. But you know, it, even though, like you're saying, Yonville is a little bit more curated now. Even though it's like that, I, every time I go back, I still, uh, feel nostalgic, you know, of my, my childhood there. You grew up there, so. Yeah. You know, and, and it's, I don't know, it's just something about being in Yonville. I could walk around it all day. Yeah. You know, and just, like, remember things that I've done and things that happened and the places that we lived and, and uh, went yeah. Went to school there. Yeah, I went to school there. You, I remember you used, you used to walk to work. Yeah. You know, and, and yeah, we went to school there. We could... Getting to school took us, it was, I think it was a three-minute walk yeah, to yeah. get to school. And they've since closed that, that school now, so. I know. I don't, but, but it feels like there's some life in there, you know, like, Yonville in the winter with the lights in the, on the main street and yeah, stuff like that. It's, yeah, I mean, it's cute. It's for the tourists. Yeah. But it feels cozy, you know. Now, so when I imagine, like, so next year we're celebrating five years of Negro scenery. Yeah. You know what? What do you do for five years? What do? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, that's true. Because we we've kind of, you know, we kind of have have had a. Well, first, the past two, the past three anniversaries that we've had, have been under, like COVID crisis, right? right? And so this was year four was the first one that we um, actually had a normal kind of time, and. Um, but it's only been it's only four years, you know. So we didn't really do much to celebrate this year. Yeah. But like, you know, I think as as long as we celebrate like, you know, five, we celebrate ten, we celebrate fifteen, all the fives, right. you know, it's then it would be better. Then it, that's when you do things for your. But what do you do for a five year anniversary? You close the restaurant, you offer champagne. You can offer champagne to everybody. Yeah. You know, you offering, make a t-shirt. Yeah, you could. We could make a shirt. You know, we could do... I think that would be, you know, fun to make a shirt and do yeah. some... And pour some champagne for people. 
you know, and some champagne for us. <laughs> you know, but yeah, that's fun. I don't know about closing the restaurant because that's tough. You know, like twenty five years. I understand he's you know tonight. I think they closed it all day, but the restaurant. Yeah, I mean, like tonight is like definitely a, a celebration, a huge yeah, party. Twenty five years. years. Yeah, it's quarter of a century. Yeah, not many people get to make it there. And, uh, yeah, so closing the restaurant tonight makes sense, but, you know, I mean, for us, closing, we're still so young, right? We can't even imagine 25 years. I don't even know what it's going to be like in 21 years from now, you know? What am I going to be doing? You know? It's a restaurant also we didn't really close, so it's well kept and there's a lot of volume. Yeah, yeah that's true. It's yeah. open seven days a week, all year round. There's not really any closure. Yeah, and it's constantly operating. And I think it's closed for Christmas. Yeah, I think, yeah. Christmas and uh, it's open on Thanksgiving. Um, I don't know. New Year's Day is oh, no, open. I think it's closed on Thanksgiving, but, you know, ad hoc is open on Thanksgiving. Right. New Year's Day is open. Oh, really? Yeah. Is New Year's Day a big day? It's a big day, yeah. Yeah, because everybody... That way, yeah, where are you going to go eat? No one's, everyone's hungover. Yeah. yeah. See, for us, the, the, where we are, being open on New Year's Day doesn't make sense. No, oh, because we, have, we don't have to eat, so people are celebrating and staying open. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, th- even Thanksgiving, we close on Thanksgiving. It's not really a day to be open. No, usually it's a hotel, it's open. And, yeah. You know, people, places where people need to eat something. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. It's also interesting that you're saying, like, it's a restaurant that's open seven days a week. Like, after the pandemic, most restaurants adopted that five days a week schedule, and a lot of them have not, a lot of them have not gone back. I know, that's pretty amazing. That they are... Open only five days a week. That's tough. And make it. And they make money, yeah. Well, we don't know if they make money, but... But we, I mean, we couldn't for five days a week. Yeah, for us, five days didn't work. We and we are the only, one of the only restaurants open six days a week because most of them are open. Seven, right? Seven. Yeah. yeah. And we have talks. We have talks often about opening seven days. I know every time we try to do it, I do the schedule. It gets complicated, and um, yeah. Or it's good to have a day to rest because we do our working our business pretty hard. Yeah. That too. It's like that. So. Yeah, I mean that's and that's something that like. Thomas Keller figured out how to get himself out of that place, out of that kitchen, you know, right? Right. And the, some, side, the French laundry. Some people also, like, I mean, talking about seven days a week open, like, some restaurants are, uh, how do they operate when it's quiet on the seventh day, you know, like, is it a lean crew and, you know, like, have a time to imagine how those, how those things work when it's seven days, not like, Restaurant like Nobu, which has such a consistent business, they have a yeah. flow of people. Yeah. Even a new restaurant we go by our house now, you know, like the staff work only three days. So yeah, we, uh, yeah. So like, what, what's the? Yeah, you don't want to work there. I mean, not that you don't very, work there. But. They do right now. I mean, it's, it's changing the So they open seven days with a crew works three days a week and tons of staff. Yeah. There's a rotation. Like it's almost like. The, the training or the uh, the way of uh, learning, you know, like is the service impacted because you only work three days, or is it because there's so much staff that you don't really impacted by the service because you don't have to be uh, oh yeah such a, such a 
machine just goes and goes and you just throw people at it. Yeah, that's actually interesting because so I was, you know, we're, we're, you and I are both not there tonight and it's going to be a busy night, right? But the people that have wor- are working there have worked many nights without you and me. And they are full-time. And they're full-time. So they're and, not like coming only one yeah. day a week. And they, know, and they know what they're doing and they know the guests. You yeah. know, and, and that's what gives me confidence in them, right? Is the fact that, it's the fact that they have, first they have worked many times without me, but also they have, they have worked enough to where they have they have encountered enough situations at that restaurant that right. most of the time they're gonna know how to answer without without needing me anyway or you anyway you know. Oh, correct. It's just and it's, um, yeah, that, that's interesting. I didn't. I actually didn't think about that with um, with the restaurant and by the house. Like I didn't really think about like oh yeah, if you're only working three days a week, what are the odds that well like think about just changing when I change one by the glass wine. Right. You know how much of a you know how much of a nightmare it is to not a nightmare but like it's a coordination to tell everybody to have everybody know how it tastes what it goes what food it goes well with why we picked it you know but there must be like there must be like a um, a board like a, a information board where you come in and you look at this board and all the changes you know but that requires like a lot of information from management. Yeah, and when we go there, honestly, like we the have never seen, we have seen ten people, but we have never been recognized. We've never been recognized by one yeah. person that we know yeah. well from the past. Yeah, and we have never been. We have left, come in and left without saying bye to anybody. Yeah, well, that's that's the that's the biggest turnoff, in, in my opinion, is <laughs> when you walk into a restaurant and they don't say hello. Jeez. Well, no, me when you when they leave and you don't survive. That's that one's well, that one's that one might be worse, right? Well, no, yeah, that's why we all shout out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we all say, but I think when you leave Nicholas Eatery, you get like a standing ovation <laughs> because well, first the the dining room is so cute, small, and and you know it's quaint, so it's easy for us to notice what's going on you know, if someone's leaving. But yeah, but going going so back to the twenty five years. Well, let's imagine. Nicholasuri in 25 years, okay, with all the evolution of the restaurant, you know, so now we know that it was supposed to become a grab and go, on the fly, eat, you know, order, sit down with your number and stuff like that, and it's now it's a full-on, full-service restaurant with a yeah. full liquor license, with reservation system, with special dinner, with $50 dish, so all of that we have to... Um, well, that's a part of that's our evolution, change. right? Right. So that's evolution. But now, evolution is also the fact that our dining room is not designed the way it was it's supposed to be now. It was designed yeah. for a sandwich, crab and go, and now it's yeah. full on. So, we will, if, as in 25 years, we're going to uh, put banquets, right? Yeah, yes. Along the dining room. We're going to somehow close the kitchen a little bit more. Yeah. And we're going to have the kitchen redesigned. So we have a better flow of service for the food we are doing now. Correct. So that in 25 years when you come in, and you will have the pictures of year five, yeah, with our kitchen, our dining room, and that, that will be the evolution. That will be. Yeah. And that's that, why we will be successful because we keep on, we're going to keep on adding on to the changes. Because yeah. right now we have adapted to the guest demand, and we are um, doing so, but. The next step will be to start to make the dining room and the kitchen feasible to be 
yeah. Open Ridiculous. Absolutely, yeah. And I mean, we've already done a lot of things. Like, you know, if you look at, right. if you take a chance. Yeah, yeah. Well, think about this. Like, just dine, if you look at just dining room in general, tables and chairs are gone. And the, the way they were supposed to be set up are gone, and also how they look now, right? right. We've added tablecloths, we've, we've done other things. If you look at the bar, we've put up a little bit of a barrier, right? Because looking into the kitchen is a good is a good thought, but yeah. you don't want to look so deep into the kitchen. Because, when I was there, you know, in the kitchen, we changed uh, the grill, French top, yeah, different stove. You know, uh, we we um, we moved. If you took a snapshot of the kitchen from day one and now, if you put them side by side, you wouldn't probably be able to recognize most of the things because we totally switched the cycle of how it right. how it runs. You know, so and, that really makes big. Uh, yeah, that will make a difference, and that I mean, like, it will be little evolution, little step of things. Some of it will be a big investment, and some of it will be a small, small touch, you know. And, yeah. Um, as the restaurant become more and more successful and mm-hmm. more steady. Yeah, I mean, I told someone when when we opened uh, Le Bar upstairs, I told someone to take a picture of it. It was a guest coming in. They're like, "Oh, you guys did such a great job! You did such a good job." I said, "Okay, take a picture of this, and in one year, come back and show me, show me that picture. I bet you the thing we will look totally different, you know. And not not to say that what we how we set it up was wrong, but it's more like you know, once you live and work in the space, you start to change it. Right, exactly. You know, you start to fix it. To I mean, we already have ideas of." Changing tables and changing the chairs. Already. Right. And we want to put a round yeah. table. Yeah, we want to. Yeah. We want to make That's it a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Now we, one thing that we have changed is our quality of the food. You know, like obviously we're doing dishes are really like dishes now. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, and that's gonna keep also changing and getting better and more. Yeah. Keep on, keep on improving. Yeah. yeah. And you know another another interesting thing too is, you know we the more the more time we go on the more the more we're open and the, the longer we the more um, qualified staff we are getting coming in to interview. Right, that's true. That's true. You know, in in year two, we could not find we could not find the right guy for our lives. You know, I mean, like everything, like no matter what, in the dining room, I mean. Dining room, like you could not, you could not trust anyone in the dining room, you know, as far as like people coming in who wanted to do a good job, and then you were, you know, in the kitchen we were equally struggling, right? Right. But also one of the things that we have uh, that we have recently changed that we didn't even realize we're doing it, and maybe we, you know, it's the fact that we are promoting within instead of looking for that position. Yeah. So for you in the dining room. You are training an expert, a master to be an expediter. You're training in master to become a lunch server. Yeah. And in the kitchen, we're training this prep guy to become a line cook, and this uh, dishwasher become a prep guy. And now we only need to find a dishwasher. Yeah. Not only need. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's a bit different. Like we never thought of it in many ways. We keep <coughs> looking for line cook. Yeah. You know, established line cook, and they come yeah. in and they work and they fail because. They didn't understand the system, and yeah, we have definitely not a different system, but we're operating our ways, you know, like between uh, ordering on a daily basis, not having an inventory, having a small everything is in this little kitchen. Yeah, know? I remember people to be like, Wow, the kitchen is pretty big compared to the dining room. 
that's because of the uh, ADA regulation and stuff like that. Uh -huh. And now you look at it, the kitchen is small for what we do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you do, like tonight, tonight I hope we're going to hit, you know, 100 covers. And if, you know, they're going to do 100. I, I never thought that we would do, be doing 100 covers on a Saturday night yeah. in our restaurant, you know. I mean, like, if you look at the actual seat seat count in the restaurant, it's like, what, 30? It's 35 downstairs, and upstairs is maybe, it's not it's not really 20, you know? It's, it's like 22, maybe. Yeah, but it's, 55. Yeah, maybe. But it's also, like, upstairs is not really, like, it's not really go have dinner upstairs. It's really have a drink upstairs and, and things right. like that. So the dining room downstairs is really where most of the action happens. So within 35 seats is really where we turn tables. And, uh, you know, we're doing, you know, we do 100 people. I mean, I never thought we would be doing 100 people, you know. And in Malibu, it's also like so different compared to now. In Malibu, in the wintertime, it's a beach town, and you have really like nobody comes along. And it's yeah. only the locals, and locals yeah. are located more on the west side. Yeah. So it's, it's a bit different. Yeah, I know, definitely. And also, you know, like looking at, but I would say looking at, so, you know, now that we have been here for four years, we can compare year after year. And maybe, now, yeah. maybe the first year was kind of, you know, we don't really want no. to talk about it. But, um, you know, last year to this year, we're seeing, we're seeing a very positive trend. You know, we're, we're happy every, every week. We're happy to look at the, the trend and see that we're doing better than we did last year. You know, last so. year at this time, we were doing... Last year on Saturday we did 40 covers, and yeah. tonight we have 40 reservations, which that means yeah. we'll be doubling it by far. Yeah, yeah. If we have 40 people on the books, that means we're going to be doing some some, you know, some numbers. But um, yeah, it's exactly. And so there's that growth, which is positive, right? Positive that. Yeah, yeah. That's to why to continue like that, yeah. to maintain. You have to keep on improving. Yeah. And keep on making the cha the necessary changes to adapt to the to the demand. Yeah. So I think the, one of the first things we have to do is the dining room seem to be now. Yeah. And we have to, there is this thing that we need to put to, uh, On to the absorb the sound. Yeah. yeah. And it's inexpensive and we have to do this thing because that will make it easy for people. Yeah. To be more pleasant. be more pleasant. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, there's just, you know, a list of things and we have 21 more years to, to do it. So. <laughs> Okay, well, some yeah. of it we have to do it before. <laughs> anyway, thank you for listening. We are still driving, and we might be uh, doing another podcast since we have uh, another five and a half hours to go. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Okay.